0: Thank you. And here today is your host, Stuart Smith.
1: Welcome back, everybody, and thanks so much for making us part of your day as well as part of your due diligence as you look for smart and fresh plays out there in the market today. Now, to that end, we are speaking to Pax Medica Incorporated. The company's traded on the NASDAQ under the ticker symbol PXMD. I'm lucky enough to be joined today by not only the chairman and CEO of Pax Medica, that's Howard Weissman, but also Buzz Woods with Corporate Communications. First, let's say hello to Howard. Howard, thanks so much for making time for us here today at the Investor Brand Network. Thanks, Stuart. and glad to be here. And
2: Buzz, welcome to the
1: show. Thanks for making time for us.
2: Well, great to be here. Thanks so much, Stuart.
1: Well, listeners, if you want to do a deep dive on this company, I highly encourage you to go to the Investor Brand Network, click on the Clients tab, and there in alphabetical order, you will find a profile and investment considerations on Pax Medica Incorporated, as well as a link to their beautiful website as well. But Howard, let's start with you. For those not familiar with your company, can you describe the company, its business model, so we can understand the science behind your company and the mission for the company?
3: Sure. Well, first of all, the company was started about five about five years ago now. Uh, I joined in 2020 as the CEO. The founders of the company had a vision to follow up on some science that was published in 2017 about a remarkable study that used a drug called Suramin, which is a drug that we have uh, in development now, to see if it could help boys with autism. And they had a remarkable result, and the founders followed up on it. The mission of the company was to develop this drug, bring it to the U.S., and see if we can replicate and extend the trial results that the academic center had in uh, 2017. Yeah.
1: As I read here at Investor Brand Network, the word groundbreaking comes up. So Pax Medica's advancements in autism research and groundbreaking work in autism research. And there is more about Suramin there as well. So can we highlight some of the key findings and developments from the early trials and how they offer hope for these individuals with
3: ASD? Sure. Well, I think the most compelling Uh, information about this drug, both what's been published and also what we discovered in in our own research is how it may impact the core symptoms of autism spectrum disorder. And those core symptoms are actually the ones that show up in every person who's diagnosed and persist. And there are other symptoms, of course, that are part of the spectrum, but these three core symptoms, social avoidance, problems with speech, and problems with taking care of themselves independently on a daily basis, are the core hallmarks of of this diagnosis. We believe that this drug may have an opportunity to be the first one approved to treat these core symptoms.
1: Well, let's learn a little bit more about you, Howard, as our guest today. We'd like to learn about you as the leadership chairman and CEO of Pax Medica. Tell us a little bit about your background.
3: Sure. Uh, I've been in the pharmaceutical industry my entire life, literally. Um, My father was also in the industry uh, starting in the 50s and was involved both in marketing and clinical research. I've mostly been involved with marketing and also in the last 20 years starting up and financing specialty pharmaceutical companies, usually that are focused around a specific disease area. This is about the fifth company that I've led uh, over the last 23 years as CEO or uh, chairman. But prior to that, I worked for about 15 years in large pharmaceutical companies, splitting my time between Merck, where I began my career, and also at uh Park Davis, Warner Lambert, where um, where I finished my career as a corporate pharmaceutical person and began my entrepreneurial career. Uh, my background is in science. Um, I have a chemistry degree. Um, I studied graduate-level chemistry uh, before deciding to go into the industry formally in the late 80s.
1: Well, very good. Well, I'll ask both you gentlemen this. I mean, obviously, your company's commitment is to addressing these unmet medical needs in autism spectrum disorder, but there's also been other products in your pipeline. So let's look back at 2023. Here we are in calendar Q4 of 2023. Howard and Buzz, what do you see as some of the major uh, milestones the company's been able to achieve, uh, advancements in your product pipeline, as well as collaborative initiatives? I know you've been working with the Brain Foundation as well, Howard.
3: Sure. Um, actually, I'll talk a little bit about the company and maybe Buzz can take uh, on the Brain Foundation collaboration. So the company itself, um, we've been focused in a very interesting and unusual regulatory uh, strategy, meaning how we will approach the FDA to get this drug approved in the U.S. Um, Suramin, which we are using in autism spectrum disorder, has also been used for over 100 years to save people's lives who have been infected with a deadly rare uh tropical disease called trypanosoma brucei rudenzians we also call it human african trypanosomiasis or african sleeping sickness hat for short this drug is the only drug that treats and can save the life of somebody who's been infected in, uh, in what they call stage one and we're using the exact same drug for autism however we can have the drug approved by the fda by um carrying out studies in this rare tropical disease and presenting those to the FDA as part of a new drug application for the indication of treating that infection. Once that's approved, the drug will be available here in the United States. Pax Medica will have the right to sell that drug to anyone for any reason for a seven-year period without any competition. And then following that, of course, we have patents and new formulations of the drug, uh, provided that it succeeds in its clinical trials. The most important thing that we did this year was to complete the primary efficacy trial for human African trypanosomiasis HAD. And we did that in Africa, where all of these cases um, are usually found and treated. And so we've got all of that data now collected. We have a lot of background information the FDA required as well. And we're meeting with the FDA in the next few weeks to discuss when we might be able to to submit this new drug application for them to review for approval. We're hoping to be able to do that next year. So, Buzz, if you would, tell us about
1: the collaboration with the Brain Foundation.
2: Yeah. um, So we have a, a, a profoundly strong relationship with a group called the Brain Foundation, which is a support group for families uh, that are w- dealing with autism. A person named Sarika Agrawal, who is one of the founders of the Brain Foundation, uh, is in regular communication with us. And, and in fact, we are gold sponsors of their upcoming uh, symposia, the Synchrony Symposia that's coming up in a couple of weeks, which is a gathering of researchers in the uh, field of autism. And the beauty of that is that, you know, they, they share with us very liberally uh, the things that they found and discovered. But what they really do for us is give us a sense of the real world, people living with autism and trials and tribulations that they face. And that helps us in, you know, sort of steering the organization and, and, and really helping us keep an eye on the importance of what we are doing. Uh, as Serika has said to us in the past, uh, you know, if we, can, if we can move these children uh, an inch, we're moving them 10 miles. Uh, any Anything we can do to benefit them is, a, is a very important to us. So really what they do is they they give us access to the real world of people working, uh, living with uh, autism on a day-to-day basis. And it's a great relationship.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it. And it adds the human element into what we do here, even when we're talking about a company that's a public company that is dealing with real humans, though. So not only, uh, listeners, could this investment be good for your portfolio, but it's also good for the soul when you think about the end user and what is going on here with Pax Medica. So, Howard, back to you. Looking at 2024, uh, you know, can we look to the future a little bit? What would you say operationally you'd like to see Pax Medica achieve?
3: Well, our highest priority right now is twofold. One is to continue the work that we're doing to support the uh, future trial in autism spectrum disorder. We're hoping that sometime in next year, we will be filing an investigational new drug application to use serum in PAX 101 in a large scale trial here in the United States we expect to be able to file that once we have compiled all the appropriate data that has a, it's a separate track than what we're doing right now with the FDA but it's but it is related because of course it's the same exact drug so that's the other important thing that we're working on we are making ceriman PAX 101 now in a in a commercial grade and a commercial quantity and we're preparing to be able to have enough available next year so we'll be able to not only start clinical trials, but also presuming that we have the drug approved for the African sleeping sickness, we'll also have it available commercially uh, in case anybody would need it for actually treatment. So that that production of the drug has been four years in the making, and I'm pleased to say that right now all of that is pointing towards um, having a drug available uh, early in 2024.
1: Well, listeners, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking about an investment, but you have a loved one that you feel like this may have an impact on them, I want you to go to paxmedica.com forward slash contact or just go to Pax paxmedica, dot com and go across that menu tab along the front and you will see contact at the end there and you can fill out this form and be in touch with this company. So, Gentlemen, you're not only a company that is advancing its research, you're also a public company. And being a public company comes with its own nuances. So let's change gears and talk a little bit about the corporate side of things. And even more so specifically, let's talk about the public entity and the, the stock and how it trades. And you know, in, in looking at this, and we were discussing before the program, You've, you've come under some pressure in the markets, and in specifically naked shorting, Howard. What do you say to this?
3: Well, um, first and foremost, the 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 one thing that people need to keep in mind is PaxMedica is the only public company that's actually focused only on autism spectrum disorder. Even though we are working in other areas, most of the work we're doing today, including the work that we're doing for this African sleeping sickness, is all about. Uh, getting this drug into uh, clinical programs for autism spectrum so that people can can understand whether or not this was is going to help their uh, their loved ones. The capital markets are complex, and I would say subject to uh, a lot of uh, changing regulations and changing players. These last few years, of course, I don't think it's any secret that that biotech has been hit hard by um, uh, on a number of different fronts. Uh, there's been new uh, government regulation that seems to be pointing towards restricting the freedom of companies to operate in the United States. Uh, pricing pressures, of course, and and of course the uh, never-ending needs of the patient themselves. We we are always trying to work faster and harder to get uh, to the clinic, and then ultimately, hopefully, to get to the market. Um, Naked short selling is a phenomenon that has um, started in the last 20 years or so. It's a very insidious process. Uh, We're starting to understand it a little bit better ourselves, but essentially what happens is there are operators in the market who advantage of the lack of knowledge, if you will, in most shareholders. And they, um, they essentially create trades, which there are phantom counterparties for. So um, shares get produced, um, they get traded, uh, but they don't get delivered, and there's never a closing of the transaction. Um, this puts tremendous downward pressure on the on any stock uh, because it's not clear how many shares are out there in the float, and um, and how many players are moving the stock uh, up or down in any one day. So while we've seen um, our fair share of good news. Um, over the last several months. Uh, none of that has seemed to have registered in the public market. We've seen other companies have the same issue. Frankly, we we do believe that there is a need for greater scrutiny and greater policing uh, by federal agencies in this marketplace, but it's also up to individual companies to take action as well, and we plan to do that. We've already begun our investigation, and we plan to look long and hard about why our stock price seems to have made certain short sellers hundreds of millions of dollars potentially, while taking that money literally away from the research obligations that we have set forward for PAX 101 and the company. We will not stop, frankly, until we uh, get our drug into the clinic and hopefully into the market. Regardless of what naked short sellers want to do to companies like ours, we will persist. We do hope that over time that our shareholders that believe in our mission will hold on tight, not lend their shares out to short sellers, and continue to support the company in, in the ways that they do by always, uh, by, by always uh, letting us know uh, when we could be doing better in terms of information uh, or other work that we may be, um, be able to do.
1: Here, here, and very well said. Thank you for that, Howard. Well, both of you gentlemen, Howard, we'll start with you. I'd like to get your closing thoughts and comments before we wrap up this interview. Anything you'd like to share with your investors or potential investors?
3: Just to say that I've, I've been in this industry for almost four decades now. And um, I've rarely seen um, a situation uh, like autism spectrum disorder that has been so overlooked by the mainstream industry, and so underserved by some of the entrepreneurs that uh, could be entering the space. We are an entrepreneurial-driven company because we are entrepreneurs and we are all scientists as well. This is a passion for us to be able to operate in this market in the first place, and it's a privilege to be able to help these families if we can, uh, who are suffering and need and need someone to step forward, and we plan to do that.
1: And Buzz, any closing thoughts or comments from you as yeah. well?
2: Yeah, I, I certainly uh, um, endorse completely what Howard said. Every person in this company is focused on on getting to this point of providing uh, the autism community with a uh, with a useful drug. Uh, that's what we are driven to every day. I don't think it should get lost on on investors. Uh, I think this is an important point, and we really, as a company, have have two milestones. That one milestone, uh, the, certainly the big one, is of uh, bringing this uh, drug to market for autism. But we can't lose sight of the fact that the very first thing we're going to go after is African sleeping sickness. And if we are successful in getting approval on African sleeping sickness, we believe that will lead us to receiving a priority review voucher from the FDA, which is worth a considerable amount of money that will only serve to help us fund the future research into autism and make, uh, hopefully get us to the autism trials faster because of the huge sum of money receiving a priority review voucher would mean to us so for investors sake there are really two milestones out there and that would be achieving approval for the african sleeping sickness which then results in a priority review voucher which is a considerable fund of money and then obviously going on to autism which is the big overriding goal of our company
1: well, gentlemen, I want to thank you both for your time, your insight and candor regarding your company. I look forward to great things from both of you as well as Pax Medica here in 2023 and well beyond. Howard, thank you so much for your time today.
3: Thank you so much.
1: And Buzz, thank you so much for making time for us as well.
2: Thank you. My pleasure, Stuart.
1: All right, for Howard Weissman, Chairman and CEO of Pax Medica, and Buzz Woods, Corporate Communications of Pax Medica, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening.
0: This audio production is an original broadcast provided by Bell to Bell, B2B, and all rights are reserved. B2B is your primary destination for informative updates and exclusive interviews with executives operating in fast-moving industries. We make market hours more informative with deep dives into the stocks on our watch list and in depth examination of the trends guiding North American markets forward. Bell to Bell is another trusted brand under the Investor Brand Network, IBN. IBN may receive payments for corporate communication relations, as well as various press releases and social media solutions provided to its client partners. You should assume that officers and directors of IBN or financial analysts mentioned hold a position in and may intend to trade the securities for their own accounts. This interview is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be, or should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, investment in the featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This audio interview by IBN is not purported to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and in statements of fact have been obtained from featured company and other sources, but not verified nor guaranteed by IBN as to completeness and accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. Please see our full disclaimers and disclosures at investorbrandnetwork.com.